0: living a more healthy
1: life so i love the topic for this year detoxification it is one of the most important topics that we could ever address at our health summit because as joel mentioned everyone every single person needs to know how to detoxify their body mind and spirit in order to achieve optimal health and wellness
0: Every cell and every organ and every part of our tissue has an electromagnetic field. So it's this summation of information and interpenetrating information, plus this light emanation that our body uses to communicate. And an area that I'm super curious and interested and passionate and still really learning is the realm of sound. And we actually, there's a term called biophonon, like phone, a P-H, like sound. So we actually also communicate with sound. Our cells actually emit sound and people, I, I always forget the researcher's name. There's a, a researcher in UCLA who's studying um, sound and he put um, has a way of measuring a healthy cell and a sick cell and again, dumbing down the research here, but the healthy cells have this beautiful harmonic sound that is, we're able to hear. And then cancer cells or dying cells have the shrieking, really, you know, uh, dissonant sound. Hi everybody, welcome to Beyond Labels.
1: I'm Dr. Stina McKella. And today I have a special guest. It's Dr. Christine Schaffner. Dr. Schaffner is a board certified naturopathic doctor. She's helped thousands of people recover from chronic or complex illnesses. Through online summits, her Spectrum of Health podcast, network of eminence health clinics and renowned online programs, Dr. Schaffner goes beyond biological medicine, pulling from all systems of medicine and healing modalities, helping patients reclaim their wellness and reveal their brightest
0: light. I
1: love that. You don't have to hear that in a bio, revealing their brightest light.
0: (laughs) Welcome, Dr. Schaffner. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to connect with you.
1: So I had the privilege of meeting you in person at the Polyface Wellness Summit um, this last June, and you are just this bright light that just emanates. To me, your energy just resonates at this high frequency, and I just felt like I've known you since childhood. It's like like a very special thing, and I said, I I got to know what she's doing, right? What does she do to have such a high vibrational frequency? So um, my first question for you, and we're going to get into all that. My first question for you is, you are an expert in the bio field. Can you explain to us what is the biofield and is this um, is this a real thing? Is this is there science this back behind it or is it kind of one of these foo foo, you know, quackery uh, things that people talk about
0: now? I know the land of woo, right? You know, so no, I know it's that bridge. And um, well, thank you so much. And you know, I um, I'm a naturopathic physician, and I've been seeing patients for about eleven years. And our, you know, my patients teach me, you know, all the time. And I've been, you know, going into this field. I was very open to the land of woo and energy and all of this. And then, you know, really through the lens of, you know, not only looking at my patients through this biochemical model and this biochemical physiology, but the more that I learned it about the realm of biophysics and, you know, combining those worlds, um, the more health and resilience and well-being I saw in my patients. And so I learned to really trust this information, trust these modalities, and, you know, became really um, passionate about understanding this. And so um, I am really fortunate to know really wonderful people who paved the way in this conversation. And I want to give a shout out to um, Dr. Beverly Rubick. She's um, a biophysicist and she's um, at UC Berkeley. And she really got the term biofield in um, the in PubMed essentially. And so she really wanted to find this term that we could use to communicate the information that we're going to talk about today. And so um, depending on who you talk to, um, you know the biofield is this field of information and energy that not only we emit from our physical body, but there's a field of information and energy that surrounds us that actually um, is a blueprint uh, for our physiology. And so um, what does all that mean, right? And so when I talk about this, I like to talk about a few things. One is, you know, connecting with our heart and understanding, you know, the role of the heart in relationship to the electromagnetic field that we generate and the biofield. And so our heart, um, we know through conventional medicine, we can measure this electromagnetic energy through an EKG. And our heart, Uh, produces uh, the strongest electromagnetic field in our body. So as our heart beats and as blood pumps through our um, body, you know, we generate a measurable field that is measured six feet from, you know, our physical body. And so when I think about the biofield, I think about this electromagnetic energy that's measurable. we also know that our brain waves produce energy um, and these electromagnetic um, fields that can be um, measured through an EEG. so we have the EKG and the EEG, and we can go through all of these things, but the the heart and the brain produce this um, the signature, this information that um, helps to make up our biofield. And then we also have the realm of what they, they would call subtle energy. So this is the, uh, the realm of Chi or prana or life force or you know these energies that have been talked about through um, ancient traditions and you know when we talk about the biofield right seeing it's like this new idea but it's really this uh, renaissance of how we were always you know how we are made right that we just are coming back into relationship with and understanding and you know when I think about that the way that I really understand this is through the lens of light. And light is, um, you know, we are made of light. You know, we are light beings in many ways. And, you know, there is a, um, there's a very brilliant man who's passed, um, Fritz Albert Popp, and he um, really discovered that we produce and cells produce and our DNA emits biophotons and biophotons are these packages of light information that our cells and our DNA use to communicate and we actually you know emanate and we give off coherent light that also makes up our biofield and so Again, I can make that all of this make sense in a moment, but I, I feel when we think about the biofield, it's like, OK, these definitions, but how does that really relate to how we're made? So we have the electromagnetic fields that our heart and our brain um, make. But remember, you know, we have every cell and every organ, and every part of our tissue has an electromagnetic field. So it's this summation of information and interpenetrating information plus this light emanation that our body uses to communicate. And an area that I'm super curious and interested and passionate and still really learning is the realm of sound. And we actually, there's a term called biophonon, like phone, a pH, like sound. So we actually also communicate with sound. Our cells actually emit sound. and people, I, I always forget the researcher's name. There's a, a researcher in New South a UCLA who's studying um, sound and he put it um, on, has a way of measuring a healthy cell and a sick cell. And again, coming down the research here, but the healthy cells have this beautiful harmonic sound that is is we're able to hear. And then cancer cells or dying cells have this shrieking, really, you know, uh, dissonant sound. Um, and so, um, you know, when I learned about that, I was like, oh my gosh, right. So we are, this is the, you know, again, like the land of the you know, a biophysics of light and sound and electromagnetic fields. And we, you know, I think really underappreciate and under acknowledge this part of who we are. And this part of who we are, I think, if we bring into the conversation more and more, opens up all of this other opportunity to understand uh, intention, understand prayer, understand connection, understand, um, how we interact with, um, the, you know, the mother earth, um, how we can also, it's, you know, much faster system than biochemistry and this lock and key model. Um, it's the, you know, this is where things can happen at the speed of light and in an instant. And so, um, this is an area that again, I, you know, you're so sweet calling me an expert. I still feel like a, you know, student, but it's a, it's, An area that I I really believe is the future of medicine.
1: I completely agree with you. And the reason I call you an expert is because you are an avid learner, (laughs) right? I mean, that's what it is. You're a lifelong learner. Um, Those are the ones who don't stop, right? They don't Mm -hmm. think they know it all, they're humbled. So I love that about you. Mm -hmm. This is so fascinating to me. So I'd heard, um, you know, I've I've talked about the biofield and about how we are actually light, and we emit photons, I, um, I had not heard of cells actually emitting sounds. Mm-hmm. That's fascinating to me. Um, So let's, let's kind of bring this to a practical level for mm-hmm. the listeners and the viewers. So you laid out nicely that we have this biofield, right? We have this um, electromagnetic um, energy. And, um, and, we have these photons that are emitted and we have sound that's being emitted. So, what does this biofield and all this actually do?
0: Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. in our
1: lives, how is this actually affecting us? Mm-hmm. And hold on one second, my, my battery's about to die. I'm going oh, yeah, okay. oh, oh, yeah, no to yeah, oh, no edit this part out. Oh, yeah. Plug in the cord.
0: Yeah, no problem. Yeah, no problem. Okay. sorry I, oh no, no yeah hey my uh, one-year-old
1: um toddles by and she uh, like um, you know loosens it so all of a sudden my, the computer just went dull and I was like oh no yeah. like, <laughs> okay okay do you remember my question so what what
0: does yeah. the biofold and all of that actually do yeah, yeah, it's a great question, and again, my understanding continues to evolve. So it's this—you know—we we know it's measurable. We know it's this energy and information that surrounds us. When I when I think of all of the things that the actual biofield does, um, it's manifold. I do believe, you know, we think about the biofield. I believe it's um, how we're also connected to what I would call the electric universe or the unified field or the quantum field, and this is again. I'm a very much a student, but this idea of the fabric of the universe that interconnects us to the unlimited potential that we all have access to. So this is where we like, plug-in, right? This is where we um, are connected with that universal force, that, you know, whether it's God or whatever we name it, it's that, you know, the source of what, where we all come from, right? So it's that connection there. I also think that not only is it a uh, connection to the, you know, quantum field, but I think that, you know, the the energy that we are producing there's this idea of resonance, right? So um, the you know when we talk about physics, we talk about frequency, which is like a pattern or a signature that in the field. And a resonance is you know we use that language a lot. Like I resonate with you, and that's why we have so much fun together, right? You know we're in we're in harmony. We're in a um, we're in a frequency pattern that's similar enough that there's an information exchange of energy, right? We're in resonance together. So this is also how we are communicating to the outside world, how we can also not to get too out there, but how we can bring things into our life, right? We, we live a life that we're, you know, we're drawing opportunities or we're, you know, drawing people or um, experiences to us based on that, you know, frequency pattern that we're emitting. So I, I believe there's this outward, you know, information and connection. And then there's also this idea of it being a, a blueprint. So because of how this information is surrounding us, it also is bi-directional and it can also help to organize our uh, biochemistry. So the information that's coming, um, you know, that is basically surrounding us also is a blueprint for um, our healthy cells, coherent cells, um, you know, more energy and flow in the system. And then I also believe, um, Sina, that, that it's also again um, I learned this from people like Eileen McCusick that it's it, it also holds memories and information. So she has, a, you know, to illustrate this idea, she has a way of using sound. Um, to communicate with the biofield, so she's developed something called biofield tuning, where she uses tuning forks and comes in contact with someone's field and can find where there's what we would call dissonant information or um, non-coherent, incoherent, you know, confusing, turbulent information. Um, and when she go, comes in contact with that, she's done this for years, and so she's uh, mapped out. You know, she sees patterns and themes. Like for instance, if you have an issue with your father, you know, it's usually in the right side of your liver, you know, like, and she, you know, talks about the farther out, that's from our kind of like conception. And then we go in as we're closer to life. So there's a timing to the field of how we um, have information in our system. And then the idea is where we see um, dissonance or disharmony, she uses sound to create coherence. So kind of like, again, like iron it out, smooth it out, get you know, that information flowing again. And then that pattern, that energy gets freed up. And becomes more coherent to communicate to the you know the cells to um, you know operate in the way that you know is going to be health promoting. So I know this sounds again lofty and esoteric, but there is you know a lot of science and a lot of people studying this. And you know again, I come I'm a clinician, so I come from the you know what works. You know like what how does somebody who's you know horribly ill you know get better, and what are the tools and things that we look at? And when we have this viewpoint in this lens, I think it gives us so much opportunity to really, really restore someone's health.
1: I agree. And uh, before we go any further, can you
0: help us um, feel our biofields. Can you oh, yeah. feel it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. This is fun. So this, um, again, you know, very simple exercise for, so for, you know, wherever you are, I mean, if you're outside even better, cause you could actually, um, you know, have, take off your shoes and put your feet in the ground, cause that's a really w- great way to, you know, start grounding and connecting with the earth. Um, but really, you know, a great way to just start, um, you know, understanding and feeling, you know, this energy in the body is, you know, taking your two palms together and your hands and really rubbing them together very quickly, you know, so just start creating friction and heat and you know, all that, <laughs> friction, right? you know. And then just, you know, be playful and curious. And it just, reminds
1: me of Mr. Miyagi, you know, on yeah, exactly.
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. And so um, you know, I, I don't know what you're feeling, but you know, you start pulling your hands apart and you know, I'm feeling um heat, I'm feeling this, um you know, what we would call plasma, this, you know, electrically charged energy that has, um, you know, you know, it it has a force, you can play around with it. Um, And as I draw my hands out, I can feel it expand. Um, So that is something that I'm feeling. I don't know if you want to comment on what you're feeling, them, you know, but I feel that and then so we're in the field and like right we're in the field we're between you know we're feeling the energy between our hands and then you can be playful again and you can actually draw your hands and palms facing um, towards you and then have a feel like just start being playful so I'm kind of you know I have my eyes closed just so I can be in touch and I'm you know, my hands are moving and I can just feel this, you know, we call it a torus. It's a toroidal feel. It's kind of like a donut. Um, but I can feel kind of the outer edges of it and my hands are expanding and I can just, yeah, just, there's, um, there's a lot of, uh, energy, um, that my hands are communicating with. How about you, Sina, what are you feeling?
1: So I feel a lot of tingling in my fingers.
0: Mm -hmm. I feel the warmth
1: and I feel, so as I'm playing, Mm -hmm. move my hands around I feel um like a resistance
0: yes um Mm -hmm.
1: it's almost like it gets um it gets harder to move my hands at certain Mm -hmm. distances from Mm -hmm. my body and then as as I'm moving it out it's getting easier Mm -hmm. um and then I as I bring it into my heart I'm feeling more resistance
0: yes you know And that's a field of energy that you're, you're, you know, in contact with, right? It's a charged, you know, area that you're coming in contact with, and that's where the resistance work exactly. So, you know, again, that's, you know, I think a great, really um, quick, you know, tangible way to connect with the energy that you know, we emanate and that's around us. And yeah, I think um, hopefully you'll hear from your (laughs) listeners what they're experiencing as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's
1: fantastic. Such an easy exercise. So you said again, put your hands together because just for the people who are listening instead of watching. So put the hands together, rub them really fast, like you're Mr. Miyagi, right? And then you slowly pull them apart, right? Mm -hmm. And you can close your eyes and pay attention to what you feel in between your hands okay so yeah anybody who's listening or watching if you want to go ahead and put in the comments to help other people out what are you feeling what do you experience during this exercise okay so now we've been able to feel it right so it's one thing to hear someone talk about a biofield and it may be some kind of abstract concept but again i want to reiterate like you said um, there's a, this is, there's a lot of physics behind this. If you do a literature search, you're going to see the word biofield in mm-hmm. peer reviewed, published scientific and medical journals, you know? So um, this has now been accepted, right? It, in mainstream science as it exists and we can measure it. Yeah. So now you've also been able to feel it.
0: Mm-hmm. Can
1: you, can, so say you just talking to us right now, are we able to feel, where we have what you would call like the incoherence? in Mm -hmm. your biofield. Can you feel that for yourself?
0: yeah, you know, I think, um, I think we all have these abilities, right? And I think that the more that we're curious and tune in, we can start feeling this. And, you know, I think when you're starting with someone, you want to maybe work with a practitioner provider who has the ability to really connect and to walk you through this, but, you know, again, being playful, like area, like this, I've mentioned this idea of coherence a traits. Right? So at the end of the day, I, you know, I've studied this a lot. I'm like, okay, how does coherence, this, it's a, a line, energy, aligned, um, efficient energy flow in the body, right? And so, um, you know, when there's coherence, things feel smooth, they feel, um, you know, easeful, and then um, dissonance, again, Eileen uses sound to to hear dissonant sounds, but dissonance is going to be confusion, chaos, disorganization in the field. And so, um, you know, to be honest, I don't play around with my, I always use a tuning fork in my you know, in my own personal life and, you know, play around with and I can feel, you know, areas that are stuck and move them out of my body. But, um, you know, there's no, I mean, right life, there's no right or wrong way of doing this. I think it's just a lot of intention, you know, again, curiosity, playfulness, and just, um, again, if you feel that, let's say you're like, wow, I feel like this whole thing that I haven't felt before. Maybe we can walk through some ways to create more coherence in your biofield and more, you know, um, more flow in your energy system. I'm happy to walk through that. Um, And then again, there's, you know, there's a whole, you know, amazing um, set of practitioners um, and physicians who understand this language who can support you as well.
1: That's fantastic. So um,
0: one thing I wanted to say
1: is that one way that people can feel their biofield is like you've already demonstrated with your own hands. And so when I work with myself, I use energy medicine through my hands, right? Like a Donna Eden style of energy medicine. I love her. Yeah. Um, and so I, I, did exactly what you're talking about. I watched some videos from Donna Eden, you know, free videos online. And I just started playing around with it. Right. Cause like you said, we all have this ability to tune in with ourselves. Right. Um, and so I just started moving my hands around and I did one of her videos on chakra clearing. And okay. I could, and as you're moving like in circles around yeah. the one chakra, kind of like I visualize it to unwind it, to remove that, yeah. you know, co- that confusion, that dissonance, you yeah. can start, I was moving across my chakras and all of a sudden, my hands started moving differently. It started going up and away yeah. from my body on this one chakra. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay, that's a spot where yeah. I have this yeah. dissonance, you know? And so mm-hmm. um, it's amazing once you start playing with it, how much you can feel. And if you just let go, right? Yeah. Like I, I, did, I wasn't judging what I was doing. I wasn't questioning it. I was just letting my body do its thing, letting my hand move how it wanted to. And it found this incoherence. And then my body, I naturally moved my hand and I shook my hand off my body to like shake the energy out. And Love it was it. amazing how it just went away. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that's the reason I wanted to have you on this show so that you can, you can bring this science, this knowledge behind it so that people become empowered Mm -hmm. by understanding that they have this ability to heal themselves Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. using nothing but their hands and an open mind you know Mm -hmm. and to me that's what's the most brilliant thing about what you do uh, you know in your practice is that you are really um teaching people right how to tap into their own innate power Mm
0: -hmm. and to
1: in essence heal
0: themselves i mean Mm -hmm. wouldn't you say Yeah, no, thank you for saying that. And I, uh, yeah, completely agree. I mean, I see, I mean, like I'm a doctor, but I I look at myself as more like a facilitator collaborator and, you know, a big part of, you know, how I look at the body is through the lens of what we call bioregulatory medicine. And I think they have like a really brilliant framework in that. you know, we're, we're innate, we're all, we all have the innate intelligence to heal. Our body wants to be healthy, right? And because of modern life and being human and being on the planet, there are these obstacles that can interfere with that, right? That it can interfere with this um, ability for our bodies to self-regulate and heal. And so the, there's so many ways to you know, facilitate this. And I love your, um, you know, your example, and I love your experience of what you went through. And, you know, many um, healers, you know, who use their hands are, you know, yes, they've studied all these things and techniques and, you know, have the licenses to provide this, but when they get out of the way and they allow that um, energy to work through them, And in concert and be led by the patient's body, there is this profound wisdom that the body has to lead that healer to the right place, to unwind the spots, and not to get you know, again, to out there for maybe some people, but what I also find is, you know, um, a lot of us, you know, and if, especially if you are struggling with your health, right, a lot of us have had these traumatic past experiences, right, in our lives, and that, you know, is a vulnerability, just like life is it's a vulnerability, and metals and toxic teeth and scars and, you know, all these things, but, you know, trauma too. And and trauma can be in our field and in our fascia and in our tissues. And, you know, yes, talk therapy has a place and of course, you know, but sometimes really for that, you know, trauma to be released and to get out of the way and for your body to self-regulate and heal, it's these nonverbal, somatic, energetic releases that really, Get the body unstuck, you know, get the body moving. Um, So I, yeah, I I see that all the time. And I feel that that's um, a really, um, you know, really big uh, missing piece for a lot of people who stay stuck in a diseased state.
1: I see the exact same thing. I mean, not only with myself, my husband, my kids, but, you know, clients and friends and family is that we all tend to target the biochemistry right, Mm -hmm. on the physical level. And that is important, you know, as you've expressed, but um, really what dictates how the biochemistry is going to um, perform, how how is it going to react to things, right? And like you already mentioned, the biofield, it's like a blueprint. Mm
0: -hmm. So,
1: you know, the way I interpret it, is, yes, it's important to have your biochemistry working properly. You know, and I studied biochemistry, right? So I'm biased toward biochemistry. So we do want to have um, optimal biochemical reactions occurring, right? Um, but what I have learned is that, um, that's not regulated within itself, right? There's something greater than the biochemistry that is regulating, which hormones are made, you know, um, what genes are turned on and off, like how many pro-inflammatory cytokines you're making. And some of it is epigenetics, right? The foods you're eating, the toxins in the water, things like that. But beyond that, beyond that physical being is what you're talking about is there's that light being, that energetic being, and you know, how some would describe it as the Merkaba, the light body. And that, in my opinion, controls what happens on the physical level. Mm -hmm. So it's Mm -hmm. so important to achieve coherence in that biofield so that you can have optimally working biochemistry and physiology, I mean, would you agree?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, I think it's, um, you know, the blueprint, right? Of our biology and our biochemistry and, you um, you know, Bruce Lipton has talked about this for, you know, a long time and, you know, it's moving out of that lock and key model, right? hormone, bumping up to receptor, turning on the cell. You know, he even talks about there's this field of information and connection and resonance that draws these things to each other and then, you know, kind of, you know, change the confirmation and work, right? So, yeah, I think there's just, um, this is, you know, a language that, you know, I think needs to be more and more integrated in, you know, modern society. Cause it's a lot of not only how our physical bodies work, you know, but also a lot of how mother nature works. And I think it gives us, um, yeah, just this whole other, um, lens to see the universe.
1: Yeah. You know, when you are just talking about that lock and key model, that's what we're taught in biochemistry classes that like you got this enzyme and it has, you know, cofactors that, so the cofactor has to find the enzyme, the enzyme has to find the substrate, right. And convert it into this product. And we're taught that it's kind of this random process. It kind of floats around there in the cell until it finds each other, like bumps into each other. And then it, like the coenzyme bumps into the enzyme and then it bumps into the substrate kind of a Mm -hmm. haphazard thing. Like you said, it takes time, but that's, that is actually what, how we're taught that these things occur. Mm -hmm. And, um, I want to, what you had mentioned about that now we know the cells, for instance, emit a certain type of sound.
0: Mm.
1: I believe that these things like the enzyme finding the substrate, you know, and the cofactor, these things are all intentional, right? They're, they have an intent. They have a target of where they're going to. They're not haphazardly going around. And so they must be drawn by... The biofield. And I wonder, there must be sound involved with that. Wouldn't you think that even on mm-hmm. that uh, individual molecular level, there's sound that's probably um, attracting them together? I mean, mm-hmm. wouldn't, wouldn't you think that's
0: possible? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and as you're talking, I'm just thinking of, you know, all the things I read and this idea of like receptor antennas, they're like these antennas in the body, right? There's not just, um, again, this, you know, haphazard random, you know, kind of like bumping into each other and you know, turning on the cell, I think there's an orchestrated, you know, th- this, you know, what we're talking about is this organization of information and energy that we have um, parts of our physiology are primed and ready to receive. So receptor antennas for electromagnetic waves, receptor, um, you know, we're wired, you know, Cena, so you know, this to receive light and sound. I mean, we have chromophores in our body, right? We have different parts of the mitochondria that respond to certain wavelengths of light to actually propel and make energy like you know we we are um you know light informs our body and helps us you know sound you know um we're learning more and more about that um you know i also think of course um about the fascia and how that is a whole you know fiber optic network in the body that you know where electrons and protons and light and sound just you know um you know work very instantaneously and that's why you can you know in my world i'll do scar therapy and that's why you know, you inject a scar in someone's back and then their heart palpitations go away, right? The fascial connection, you know, that we're, we're highly interconnected. Um, so yeah, I um, I agree. I mean, I think in our lifetime, hopefully in our career, this will be more and more part of the conversation um, to really enhance and amplify the biochemical reactions that are ongoing in our body.
1: Yeah. And I think it's, so one reason why I wanted you to come on the show is because, like you, I think this is so important for anyone who not only people who want to heal from an illness, but anybody who wants to achieve optimal health and wellness. So, you know, whether you want to lose weight or boost your energy or boost your immunity, like maybe you get sick a lot and you don't want to do that anymore. Um, for all of those conditions, a critical component is your um, the coherence in your biofield, because all these things we're explaining with you know enzymes and genes being expressed. Um, like we're, we're you're doing a great job of explaining how they're all um, susceptible to these signals. You know the sound, the light, the energy frequencies, and those are coming from the biofield and such. And if they're not coherent signals. It's Mm -hmm. going to cause incoherence in your physical body. So what we want to do is try to create coherence. We want to have a, have coherent signals coming in, like from the biofield and such coherent sounds uh, made by the cells, if you will, so that the body works in coherence. So things are easy, like Mm -hmm. you said, you know, so you don't wake up and your joints hurt, you know, Mm -hmm. you can go for a three mile walk and it feels like, you know, like, like, it, like you're at ease doing it, right? You don't get that three o'clock slump in the afternoon where you need coffee, right? Mm-hmm. So what are some ways that people can bring coherence to mm-hmm. their own biofield?
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. This is the fun part, right? And so, um, you know, through the work of an organization called HeartMath um, and Dr. Roland McCready, um, I just love his work and it's just you know, brilliant and beautiful, um, they study the effect of the heart, you know, on not only the physical body, they have this whole other way to look at how, um, you know, intention, heart coherence affects Mother Earth as well. And it's beautiful. So um, one way to have a coherent biofield is to, um, through the work of heart math, they've studied, you know, basically the heart, heart rate variability. Yeah. And coherence in the signature that the heart emits when we're either in a um, positive state, for lack of a better word, or a negative state. So when we are in a state of love and gratitude and appreciation we actually produce more coherent heart rhythms and more of a coherent um, electromagnetic signature into the biofield. And so what a beautiful, you know, thing that when we're in these states of gratitude that our, you know, our field and our physiology is only in more health and flow. And then when we're in this, you know, these states of like anger and frustration, and not to say you can't feel those, but just move through them, you know, don't stay in them, you know, that creates um, dissonance and um, in coherence in the field. So uh, gratitude, you know, having a gratitude practice, um, I'm sure you have one. I, I have one, you know, in the morning I try to, you know, have my little gratitude journal and I just try to, um, you know, get into that um, state where I'm really, you know, really feel in my heart um, the things that I'm most grateful for. Um, so that can be a really great way to get into coherence. Um, grounding, how we already mentioned, you know, being in contact with Mother Earth and getting the electrons from, um, you know, when we're in contact um, with our bare feet and mother earth that also um helps to increase um the electron flow of energy from mother earth into our physical body and that allows us to have more energy to produce more um you know coherent electromagnetic fields in the body um i'm also a big um proponent of structured water and how structured water uh, in our physical bodies, um, you know, really can also create more coherent information in our physical bodies in our field. Um, That's I'm sure you probably had somebody talk about structured water in your community at this point. But structured water is through the work of like Dr. Pollack and Dr. Cowan and, you know, looking at how um, it's this fourth phase of water, h 30 2 that really um, organizes information and energy and is a kind of a battery like factor the um, increases cell voltage creates more flow in the system um, we become you know I, I think health is coherence and health is how much structured water is in our in our body and we actually our fascia moves structured water throughout our body that's why movement is really important to stay hydrated and then You know, when we're in light, like the sunlight, um, we actually, um, especially UV and also on the other spectrum, uh, infrared, those wavelengths of light help to structure the water in our body. So if you can get out in the sun, that can be very helpful for structuring the water and that will translate into more coherence in the body and the field. Um, If you do photobiomodulation in your home, like red or really it's the... um, near infrared um, can be really good, um, as well as if you have a vitamin D light, like a UV light, um, that can also be quite helpful. Um, And then, you know, there's so many other things, you know, um, sound, you know, I have a lot of different tools and things in my office and at my home and, you know, tuning forks can be helpful. Music that you just like, you know, can be really, um, you know, helpful for um, helping create more coherence. I, I use two devices in my office. One is something called the sound of soul, which this brilliant man um, created and it takes your heart rate variability, converts it to music and plays it back to you. So you're listening to the sound of your own heart. Um, and that creates a lot of coherence in your field. And then there's this like AO scanner thing that I really uh, enjoy and you speak into it. It finds where there's dissonant um, information from your vocal toning. And that actually corresponds to different subconscious emotions that they found patterns. And then they give you balancing frequencies for the messing tones. And it, it like really just, you know, helps you feel, you know, calm. So there's, it, it's fun. There's like, I think, again, this is the, you know, um, you know, future of medicine, but just toning. I mean, we all have, you know, we have all these devices, but if you have access to the earth, the sun, you know, your own voice, you know, like you, you know, gratitude, um, you know, we all have access to, on um, the things that bring us health.
1: I love that. You know, one of the things that I like to do is dance. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's so like you said, I put on music that just resonates with me. You know, oftentimes it's like 80s music, right? (laughs) Put on my Bon Jovi. I just dance around the house. And like, uh, if I when I'm cooking in the kitchen, that's one of my favorite things to do is to like, you know, play the music loud and just dance and kind of get lost in it, you know? And I can go from being completely, like in in a complete state of like incoherence, you know, like angry, upset, like, you know, feeling betrayed, you name it. And mm-hmm. I turn on music, start dancing around, and mm-hmm. like halfway into the song, it's just gone. Like mm-hmm. I just released it, you know, and allowed that joy to come in. And for so, for me, music is such um, a great um, tool in my toolkit to help me come out of those times of incoherence, you know. Mm-hmm. So I love that one. And one question I have for you before I move on to the next is uh, so structured water. You know, there's these expensive pieces of equipment you can buy, right, to, mm-hmm. <laughs> to structure yeah. the water for you. But I'm a big, um, an advocate of, you know, God gave you everything that you need to heal yourself. Yeah, and I think that you can structure water with your intention. Mm -hmm, mm So, I mean, do you think that
0: you can do that too? Yeah, yeah, no, I agree with you. And I think that, um, you know, I think we all have access to these tools and, you know, I have brilliant friends who are trying to make the process easier for people too because, you know, we're modern life. We can't all just, you know, intend with our water all all day long, but the water (laughs) through, you know, the work of Dr. Emoto and things like that, we we know that water responds, you know, and so um, intention, um, also sunlight, right? So, you know, sunlight, can be very helpful. Some of my friends have made these little traveling structured water devices that uh, my good friend Gina Bria um, measures and sees if structured water actually comes out of these devices. So there's a traveling one and I just splurged a bit and got um, a really off a uh, wonderful um, device called the spring aqua in my um, clinic and it structures the water and adds minerals and then you can add hydrogen and it's so fun. So, you know, there's, you know, there's the rabbit, the water rabbit hole, right. But I totally agree. You know, we, we need to, get the, you know, the chemicals out of the water, but we can structure the water with thought, love, intention, sunlight, um, and, you know, have healthier water that way.
1: I think that's so fantastic.
0: Uh, now, a kind of a,
1: um, a random question I'm throwing in here for you. <laughs> and th- this, is, this is for Joel. <laughs> okay, when I was thinking about this, about biofields and how you said this, um, the biofield is one way that we communicate, right? Mm-hmm. With not just internally, but mm-hmm. externally. Right. Mm-hmm. So communicate with nature, for instance. So mm-hmm. I started to think, does the soil yep. have a biofield?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: I mean, there's yeah. microorganisms in it. So yeah would you think that it does have a biofield, right?
0: I I think, honestly, everything does, right? I think that all life um, has this aspect to it. And, you know, as I have dove into my understanding of the biofield, I've also dove into my understanding of what we call the electric universe. And people who study this look at, Um, not only uh, the gut microbiota, but soil um, organisms and um, the gut microbiota are electrogenic. They produce electricity, right? So, you know, that's a whole other lens to look at life and our, you know, how we digest food and, you know, all of the, you know, the inner workings of our system. And then, um, you know, I know that microbes I read in the soil, they actually build these like grid-like power networks, you know, um, transmitting electricity, you know, like the, the Soil is electric, right? And so, um, of course, the you know the the soil organisms that are producing this they create fields, right? Because, um, you know, when we think about what electricity is, it's charge and motion, right? So a charged particle moving through a, um, a, a material or a conductor creates um, an electrical current. And through brilliant you know minds, they found that whenever you have an electric current, you have an electric field, and whenever you have an electric field, you have a magnetic field. You know, so. The- these things are all inner, you know, you can't have, one without the other, right, they come in concert, so, um, so yeah, I think what a different way to look at our, you know, regenerative agriculture, right, you know, we have to um, support the biofield of the soil, right, the biofields of the soil, and, you know, um, I actually connected Joel with my good friend, Gina, too, and she, um, she's uh, working with farmers to bring structured water to the soil, um, because structured water irrigation, um, there are these simple funnels that can structure the irrigation systems, Um, to structure the water, actually helps to get the glyphosate out of the soil, as well as restore the microbes' ability to, you know, produce energy um, and um, electricity. So um, it gives me great hope that people like, um, of course, yourself and Gina and Joel, and we're all trying to figure out how to, you know, regenerate the soil, because that, of course, is, you know, um, the big message and the big possibility here.
1: Yeah, and I think this is fascinating, because, you know, we all know at this point, okay, you know, glyphosate's bad and, you know, mm-hmm. other pesticides are bad and, you know, above bovine growth hormone's bad. Um, mm-hmm. But, and so we know, okay, choose organic and preferably choose regeneratively grown foods. But, you know, there's all this debate. Um, we're still staying on the physical level, right? The physical level that, Um, because these foods don't have these toxins on it. They don't have these pesticides and herbicides, and they have higher levels of uh, a lot of the micronutrients, you know, the vitamins and minerals, right? So we're still in this culture focused on that physical aspect of why you should choose organic or preferably regeneratively grown foods. But what I love about this is that if, once you understand that all, all the, the soil microorganisms and whatnot, the microorganisms, they have a biofield and you understand the significance of having coherence in the biofield, it, it gives you a different type of motivation to choose to spend more money, right? Spend more of your time trying to find regeneratively grown foods because their biofield, right? The biofield of the food that you eat is going to affect your coherence in your body,
0: correct? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, and I think there's yeah, all of those aspects and you know there's um, you know, I, I think they've even studied like the biophoton emissions from healthier foods versus um, non-healthy foods, and we see that information being different. So it's this whole other lens to look at um, you know what regenerative agriculture and really healthy um, aligned uh, with nature, nutrition offers the body.
1: Yeah. Versus like in a, in a slaughterhouse, for instance, that, you know, industrial raised cows, for instance, then off to some, you know, feedlot and, you know, slaughtered and um, they're raised in a totally different environment than a place like a Joel's farm or, you know, another farmer who's doing regenerative ag. So that biofield is going to have these emotional imprints on it that uh, you know the cow's biofield is going to have these emotional imprints on it that are um scars of trauma mm-hmm. right and then so what happens when you ingest those foods mm-hmm. you know and so i think this has has a lot to do with why like if i was going to consume my daily diet you know and it brings up my um my resonance right i'm resonating at a higher frequency with the foods that i'm eating like the regeneratively grown foods from the farm. And then if I went and like, we just went to Texas. So I didn't have all my foods with me. You know, I was still like grain free and try to get all the organic food I could get, but my diet wasn't exactly the same. And I could feel the difference you know, mm-hmm. in my resonance, I could feel it lower based on the food that I was eating. And people mm-hmm. know this too, right? You binge on a, a carton of ice cream and <laughs> what, how, well, how do you feel? Right. Mm-hmm. I think this, uh, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but part of this is not just because you ate a bunch of sugar and it's not just what's happening on the physical level. This is mm-hmm. changing your, your resonance, right? Mm-hmm. It's changing your vibrational frequency. Is it not?
0: Yeah, no, I think it's a great point, and it's a great way to articulate. You know, we know this, right? in this in the community that we're in, um, but it's a great art, way to articulate how this energy and information gets transferred into our bodies and in our field, right? And no, I, I think it's yeah, a really, really great point to tie. In, you know, tie in and tune into, and um, yeah, I think that the more that we look at life in this level the more we see all of the interconnections. We are so interconnected with each other with the foods we eat, with the rhythms of life, with, you know, the planet. And, you know, we, it's, you know, kind of that, you know, that idea of like how we're all interconnected, we're all one that it's really hard to grasp, but the more that we we look at this, we have to understand that, you know, whatever we're doing and whatever we're producing, we have a ripple effect, you know, in our communities and, you know, in, you know, our, in our lives. And, you know, we get to choose how to participate and, you know, but a positive ripple effect or, you know, an incoherent ripple effect. And then all of the things that we're, you know, interacting with, how do we look at that? So I I think this is, um, this is the language of interconnectedness. This is the language, you know, that mother earth, you know, is always communicating with us. And it's up to us to tune into um, so that we can be as healthy and vibrant, um, you know, as that we are intended to be.
1: I love that. I could not have said that any better myself. That's fantastic. (laughs) Okay, so you've totally entertained me. You know, taught me new things here. Um, our listeners, if they want to connect with you, keep learning from you, how can they find you?
0: Oh, thank you. Well, I have a website, com, and I have a podcast. Cena uh, was on the podcast, so check out the episode we did together. And um, I also have a clinic. I'm in Seattle, Washington currently, and I have a presence in California, and we do telemedicine from all over uh, the country. And I work with a wonderful team of naturopathic physicians, and we all do this work together, and um, it's called Imminence Health. And
1: you help, right, even through... Um... Like Zoom appointments, right? Online appointments. You can you help people to bring coherence to their biofield, right? To kind of to release these um, yeah. you know, spaces of incoherence, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, that's really you know the work that we do, yeah, every day, and it's um, layered. And we teach, I mean, we treat everyone as an individual and how um, you know what their path is. But yeah, we're we're looking at all of these layers and bring all of it into the plan. That sounds fantastic.
1: Okay, one of these times I'm gonna to have to get out to your clinic oh,
0: and see hands yeah. on what
1: you do. Yeah, yeah. You come <laughs>
0: on, come in. Yeah, <laughs> we'll have fun.
1: Awesome. All right, Dr. Schaffner, thank you so much for coming here and for teaching us this I hope you're going to come back because I already have a lot more questions but I know we're out of time
0: (laughs) thank you so much for having me it's so much fun to connect with you
1: okay thanks everybody hope you learned something remember write down in the in the comment section what you felt during our um, biofield feeling and um, exercise all right see you next time Bye bye